everyone, and thank you for joining us on the Sports Medicine Broadcast. I am Alicia M. Pennington, your host for today's interview and also the host of The Business Advantage. Today we have Dr. Aaron Hassler joining us uh, from Sports Factory, and we are live here in the Dragonfly Max Podcast Lounge in Las Vegas during NATA 2019. And we are so excited to be talking about all things athletic training. Um, Dr. Aaron Hassler has a tremendous background that I cannot wait to dive into. Um, but first, I want to ask, you had your breakfast this morning. It was a networking social. How did it go? Tell us about it. I want to know all the things. Okay. Well, first, I'd like to say good morning and thank you for having me. Um, so the breakfast is called the Sisterhood Breakfast, and it's a uh, a gathering of women of color in athletic training, not just uh, certified athletic trainers, but we also invite students and we also invite local students every year very in whatever cool. city the athletic training convention is hosted. Okay. Uh, it went very well. I believe we had 110 participants. Wow, that's incredible. Ten participants. So it was great. And that's something that you've kind of taken on. Um, under the tutelage of one of your mentors, right? Yes. So tell us a little bit maybe about how it got started, what the purpose or the intention of it is, what kind of things do you guys do at the breakfast? So uh, Dr. Renee Shingles was yeah. always the lead person on communicating, okay, uh, we're in town this year for, for the convention. Where are you staying? Right. Oh, I'm staying at this hotel. Um, well, I want to meet up with you. I'll catch you later. And you just never got a chance to catch up with yeah. each other. And so These um, things are crazy. it was just a very <laughs> informal meeting i think of maybe five or six women it's been going on for about 15 16 right. years um and 2016 was okay that, that was baltimore sure baltimore, <laughs> baltimore was 2000, 2016 was the first time i actually attended i okay. i've been invited plenty of times but we do at seven o'clock in the morning right and who wants to get up at seven o'clock yeah, in the morning before, to get they to. Come, yeah. before they come to the convention right um so i you know i always you know, decline gracefully. Oh, I'll catch you next time. And I actually went and it was so great, but it was overcrowded. Like we oh. were in a very small restaurant and yeah. there is an overflow room. And so people didn't really get a chance to connect. Well, yeah. I just asked her what she thought about expanding it the next year. And she said, whatever I wanted to do, she'd support me. That's so, incredible. So we have women there like uh, Dr. Marsha Grant Ford, who's the first African-American woman certified in athletic training. Right. And like I said, Dr. Shingles, who's the first African-American woman to be inducted into the NATA Hall of Fame. Yeah. So it's really good. It's incredible. It's, it's humbling, but I really love it. Yeah. Really and it, so now so. it's much more formal. People buy tickets. You yes. guys had headshots and all kinds of really mm -hmm. great things going mm -hmm. on this morning. So mm -hmm. I'm really happy to hear it was Thank a success you. for you. Thank and, you. Um, we were we were really happy to support that. Thank you. And we, we really appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I did want to mention for our listeners, if anybody is watching us on your social media, feel free to send in live questions. Uh, we, we will get them answered. We'll get them handed over to Dr. Aaron Hassler so that um, we can get those answered for you. So if anybody has questions, shoot them over. So I want to know and I want you to share a little bit about your background. So I know that this is your 20th year as an athletic trainer and you've kind of touched almost all of the settings. So talk to us a little bit about kind of how you got started and wh where you're at today. So discovering athletic training or just actually as a Yeah, so once you so, got into athletic so, training, where did your career start? And it actually started at NATA convention. Wow. Uh, in Nashville. Okay. So 
uh, I showed up and uh, at that point was a student. Um, well, between the student and, and professional period, like the summer before you go out and get a job. And, yeah. Um, I came with a thrift store suit and I a resume it. and I just tried to meet people. Hey, yeah. I'm looking to move to Texas. Do you know of any jobs? Um, I don't know anyone, but I'm, I'm willing to move. Just let me know. And I got my first job at NATA. That's incredible. And I've been working ever since. I uh, moved to Houston uh, with everything I had in, a, in my car. Wow. I, was, I was actually waiting on a call back. Okay. And I told my parents, hey, if I show up in Houston, I know I'll get a job. And so I drove in Yeah. about an hour into Houston. I got a phone call and they said, hey, we've been trying to reach you all day. We oh, my gosh. So That's incredible. That was 2000. Um, I've worked at Texas Southern University. Okay. Left, left the high school in 2004 to go to Texas Southern University. At that point, I was a program director. And um, the goal was to have me update the program to what was going like to be the Katie, standards. what was going to be the Katie. It was okay. coming out of KHEP and going into Katie. Okay. And um, so we, we started to do that. In Texas, we have licensure. So Correct. you don't necessarily have to have the BOC certification. Correct. Um, but we wanted to make sure that the students that we have had were able to qualify uh-huh. for that, uh, that exam and did that for a number of years. Someone recommended me to the WNBA team in town. Oh, boy. So the Houston Comets were the very first. They were the flagship team of the WNBA. Yeah. They were the first team to win championships. And so I was able to work with them before they. That's incredible. They uh, disbanded uh-huh. in, in O. I'm going to say after the season of 08. Yeah. And everyone went everywhere else. But, I mean, that was just amazing to me. Yeah. Um, but be- because before I'd even gotten into athletic training, I had these women on my wall. Right. So I right. had Cheryl Swoops on my wall and Lisa Leslie. Were you on a my basketball wall. player? Yeah, in high oh, school. Okay. I was awful. Okay, well, uh, that's okay. <laughs> I mean, we all I, do something recreationally, uh, right? I was like, I was like Dennis Rodman. I mean, he's not awful, but I mean, he didn't score. So, like, my well, career high is twelve, like total, not uh-huh. not per year. It's like twelve total. Right. So, um, so yeah, it was it was really really eye opening. Um, but I got a, a hunger for doing something other than, um. How can I put it? I just I just wanted to do something different. Every time I got to see something new, I wanted to find yeah, something Yeah, you were else. then interested yes, in that. Something right. else. And so right. I was looking into international work, and I said, well, okay, if, if I don't go to get another WNBA team, um, maybe I'll go overseas. Sure. Maybe I'll get into USA, right. USOC right. stuff. And so I actually got on the website for the USOC and found job openings. Right. And started to apply and ended up getting into the USC OC, okay. um, internship program, right? which you can't get into uh, that level, Olympic level uh, athletic training work or sports medicine work unless you've worked their internship. Correct. Which is like yeah. 15 days. And right, so, right. So I did that. And yeah. Where else am I? Because I have a really long resume. I've heard you, I've heard you say high school. <laughs> I've heard you say collegiate. I've heard you say professional. I'm now USOC. And, you know, this is something that you mm-hmm. and I have kind of chatted about, this idea of like, what does that mean on a resume when you're potentially showing that you've been here and you've been here and you've been here? And I know that you and I kind of have uh, maybe an unpopular opinion about what it yeah. looks like to be job jumping on your resume. But okay. talk to me a little bit about kind of your perspective on that. So I'd say coming in to the profession in 2000, 2001. Yeah. Um, if you change jobs more than three times, you were 
the person everyone wanted to stay away from. Right. Oh my gosh, it was, was so unstable. Upon. Like yeah. I don't want to work with them. Why did they leave? Like they can't keep a job. Right. But that's because the traditional thing was to get a job and hold it down for 30 years. Absolutely. And at the end of the day, get a watch or right. they send you home. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, that's just what it After was. After 25 and years of service, you get a little pendant. You get a yeah. pendant. And, and then they get another person in and, totally. and they almost forget about you. Yeah, rinse and, and repeat for them. But what I found is um, if you're using it to better yourself, mm-hmm. then you, you're winning. Absolutely. I have never taken the same job twice. So I, I went to Texas Southern. I left Texas Southern to work for myself. But in 2015, when my mentor retired, right. I was asked to come back. Okay. But the job was a different job. Ah, I see. So I see. even even if I were to go to another high school, if I had a high school position and I were to switch positions and go to another high school, I wouldn't do it for the exact same position. Sure. Because, I mean, this is athletic training. The people will change. Yeah, things change. But, but the system is still the same. I mean, right. you, you can't run and avoid things. You can't. Uh, it'll still be practice at Absolutely. a certain time of day. It'll still be 105 degrees in Texas, and you still have to do hard work. So yeah. what's the point in switching to another job at the same level? Sure, I can understand so that. I think as far as the, yeah. the job um, hopping uh, goes, I, I just say with every job, find something to challenge yourself and find Absolutely. something that you can use to improve your yeah, continue like expanding that mm-hmm. experience. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I similarly as someone who is looking at resumes all the time for mm-hmm. job positions we having we have coming available, um, I love to see a diversity of experience, mm-hmm. whether it's volunteerism or um, even short term stints at certain jobs. To me, um, it doesn't necessarily mean that that person's unstable. It could mean that they know what they want yes. and they're seeking it, right? Yes. And that's kind of what I hear you mm-hmm. saying is. If you've been there, that you're not necessarily going to go back to there because you're looking for something different. Correct. And um, one of the thing, one of the areas that I see this in a lot is with students who are coming out of programs, mm-hmm. and I love to see student resumes where they have volunteered or gotten involved or taken internships or things like that. And I think that it's kind of a great way to start to diversify the resume I agree. at at the student level and I know that we've talked a little bit about with the change in the education that might be more difficult for for the students to do right it is it is it's much more difficult I think that the thing that makes a student stand out on a resume uh like you said is the diversity of experience yeah no one looks at salaries on resumes no no they Mm -hmm. just look to see where you've worked now i mean that may be a conversation in an interview absolutely yeah but no one knows that that was a volunteer position no one knows that when i work with the WNBA team i mean i got two paychecks right total right one day they called me into the office and they said um so yeah You know what? Everything go okay. I thought I was getting fired, and they said no. So today's your last check, and so you can leave or stay. It's up to you. Sure. And I said, well, okay. I think I'll stay. Yeah. You know, I I'll stay it because I wanted you, yeah. the experience. Yeah, and, absolutely. And that on my resume made such a big difference. It got me callbacks that I yeah wouldn't absolutely. have normally gotten. Um, but I think with the students that are coming through the athletic training programs now, um, whatever it is that you're passionate about. Go after that. Yes, if agreed. your friends are going for every NFL um, internship, which is which is the norm, sure, go do something different. Right. If it go, doesn't speak to you, like, yeah, yeah, go, yeah, yeah. Or, or even just challenges. I will work ping pong. Right. Cup stacking. Yeah. Jump rope. Quidditch. That's what I, I have mean. Done, <laughs> I have done every single sport you can think of. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, and so that kind of brings us into a little bit of what you're currently doing, which you have the sports factory in mm -hmm. Houston. Mm -hmm. um, you are a full-time um, kind of independent mm -hmm. athletic trainer, and you're also doing some per diem coverage with a, with a staff. So talk to me a little bit. It sounds like we, we kind of have similar backgrounds where it's, you know, the diversity in it exposes you to so much and then you think like well i i can't just commit myself to one thing you know after right. you've after you've seen something you can't ever go you back right it. yeah <laughs> you can't see it it's like oh exactly. my gosh my eyes are wide there's open. so much opportunity out there right so um talk to me a little bit about what that currently looks like for you uh maybe on a day-to-day -day basis or just kind of you know what this next season holds for you from a professional standpoint so i first have a ninth grader Upcoming yes, I do want to talk to you about being a mother. I want <laughs> to talk to you. Who plays sports and you know, we're in Texas, which means that's everything. Yeah. You know, so. All the sports. So, all the time. Uh, we've done, I, I, I would have to say, I mean, he's my number one fan and he's made the adjustment for every adjustment that I've had to make. That's incredible. Um, I have homeschooled him for two years so that he could travel with me. That's cool. um, I put him in private school to, you know, be able to challenge him. Right. And this year he'll be going to ninth grade. So what I do, what I've done up to this point, this last uh, 12 months has been get up in the morning, take him to school, come back on Monday. I take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> I get back in the bed on Monday. I didn't work on Monday. I love um, it. I don't even, I don't even cook. We yeah. just eat pizza. And, um, and throughout the week I'll meet with interns. We go over some uh, administrative. Sure. Uh, processes and then weekends usually it's when uh, those are usually the times that we have contract right assignments events uh, yeah. I'm moving into corporate wellness uh-huh so uh, I have some some events coming up very uh, cool we'll actually be working with Landry's and yeah. the owner of Landry's is actually the owner of the Houston Rockets so okay we'll be working with them on some corporate wellness projects nice um what what is I can't tell you everything that we do we just there's no, always, I mean that's incredible I never think, off work yeah you know I've and never, um <laughs> I, I empathize in, in this because people ask me the same, like, what do you do? And I'm like, well, where do I start? Where do I end? What, you know, My mom gets upset. She's like, I asked you, what did you do today? I'm like, I mean, there's a lot. I don't of, know. I know? mean, <laughs> in the last hour, 20 things. Sure, so sure. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. A lot of meetings this last year. Uh, I've spent this year building the infrastructure to the business. Right. Uh, what I found working in contract, um, you know, and I've been doing it for a number of years and working PRN is that you can get caught up in the number of clients. You know, yeah. I have to have X number of clients in order to make X amount of money huh. in order to uh -huh. pay this bill or in order to do what I want to do. Mm -hmm. And so I've been spending time building the infrastructure so that sure. I can make the most do of my that time. efficiently. Yeah. And yeah There's absolutely. no sense in just running around. Yeah. Crazy. Automating so, some of the responses. You know, I'm learning things from you. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm per diem work and, and ensuring yourself and ensuring yeah. your, your contractors and making sure that your brand is, is strong. Absolutely. So, got to so protect you. yourself first. Yo, you're so welcome. <laughs> um, got to protect yourself first mm -hmm. and foremost. You can spend all this time building something and the first moment that, you know, something happens that we don't uh, foresee, it can mm -hmm. all just be Everything wiped away. Wiped and it, it's it's just not worth it. So um, I want to hear about being a mother in athletic training mm -hmm. and um, some of the maybe the hardships or the ways that you've balanced it. Talk to us a little bit about what that looks like for you. Oh, I can remember. I'll go back to my Houston Comet days. Um, our very last game in the Toyota Center uh-huh uh you know it's hurricane season in Houston right and I couldn't I was working for myself at the time so I was working for myself 
and working with them, sure. I had to pay my cousin as my nanny. Yeah. She would pick my son up from school. She okay. would usually bring him to uh, the games. Yeah. So she could watch him at the game while I worked the game. She couldn't do it that day because the streets were flooded. And so I just right. picked him up and I put a blanket behind that bench. And had wow. him on the floor if, if I can find the footage. Yeah. I've seen it on camera before. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's on camera on the floor behind the bench. So, That's crazy. Yeah. Um, he's a he's a true training room kid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I went to Side Creek, which is on the, the northwest side of Houston, Texas. And every day after school, crutches and boots in the hall, in the middle of the floor every day. That was fun for him. Yeah. But, right. Right. But he has such a wealth of um experience with different people yeah different kinds of people some good some bad um he sits and watches a lot but they protect him yeah so he's got big brothers oh all absolutely over the place. i believe the that NFL, <laughs> some in the nba totally all kind of things so I, I just i don't know i think now it's my turn to be his fan oh, and not that. drag him to every game and yeah. not eat out of the drive-thru every night and you know yeah yeah, so. the, the tone um, that I get from you with all of this is just resilience. You know, mm -hmm. like regardless of what's happening, you're figuring out a way to make it work. And I, I just think that that's so commendable. You know, there's I've heard many points already in your story <laughs> where nobody would have been mad at you for giving up. Nobody would have been upset if you left the profession, but you've stayed in it and you've actually gotten deeper and deeper into it you've you went and got your dat um first 50 in the world first 50 one of the first in the 50 world, in the world. Yes. i love it i love Rebecca's it is one of them too oh we got another one yep, here right live yeah. yeah good to see you <laughs> um and so you know with this i feel like on social media and just as a, a general connotation in our profession there's this feeling that like i can't make it work mm -hmm. but you have made it work and like on your own shoulders, on like on your own back, like you've, you've found ways to make it work. So what, like, what can you tell other people about that? Or what, what do you think that it's just you? Like, are you different? Are you special? And I, I don't mean that in like, no, a, no, 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 yeah, no. I like, understand what you mean. But I wouldn't say it's on my own. I think that's part of it. I mean, sure, I couldn't yeah. do it without it. I couldn't do it without my parents. I couldn't right. do it without um, friends and classmates. I don't know how I got through DAT. I yeah. mean, I don't know. <laughs> I really, <laughs> I really don't know. Maybe your classmate I, here knows she, how you got she through knows, it. She knows. She knows. It was so, oh yeah. my gosh, because we were the first class. And so there wasn't a pattern for us to follow. There was right. no one for us to call and ask. But, um, I just come from one of the things that I did realize. And I think that we talked about is yeah. I come from a, a long line of entrepreneurs right. and I didn't realize it. There's just this itch to kind of do your own thing, do your own thing. but it's yeah. not a disrespectful. I can't work for anyone else thing. No, it's, it's just, just, I know that's where you get fulfillment from. We can do something a different way. And so, um, I just, I've grown up figuring it out, you know? Yeah. Oh, this didn't work. Oh, let's try that. Oh, right. this didn't work. Well, let's try this and do it again. Um, Next year, the convention is in Atlanta, and yeah. I went to Clark Atlanta University uh -huh. um, in the Atlanta University Center. Um, our motto is, I'll find a way to make one. Mm. But it's actually on the, on the school seal. Wow. So it's not like we just made it up. Like, it's there, and, <laughs> and we own it. Right. There isn't right. anything that you can't tell us that we can't do. Like That's incredible. If I want to do it, I'll do it. You right. tell me no? Okay. And, and I mean, I think that, I'll figure it out. Yeah, I think that that is athletic trainers to an extent. When mm -hmm. it, when we're actually in our job setting, mm -hmm. we always find a way to make it work. We're super creative. If we don't have a budget for supplies, or you know, if we're just kind of on the fly and don't have a splint, you will just you know grab certain stuff. So I feel like 
that characteristic is in all of us oh, yeah, to an 100%. extent already. Um, that level of creativity to think outside the box and stuff like that. But, um, <laughs> you know, I, 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 I do, um, you know, like really want to commend you and appreciate your story because I think it's one that people need to hear. And, um, I'm just a strong believer that like representation matters. And so to see someone that looks like you, that feels like you, that sounds like you is paving a way. I just think it really goes a long way for keeping women in the profession, for keeping women over the age of 30 in the profession, for keeping women of color in the profession. So, um, I just, you know, I, I think that what you're doing is amazing. And, um, I think you mentioned you're starting your own podcast, right? Yes. And I was going to do it here, but I just had so many things, you know, planning the event. And, These conventions are not. Vegas was bigger it, yeah, than, the, than the last uh, two breakfast events that I've hosted. And mm-hmm. I wanted it to go well. So I right. just didn't want to be distracted. No, over But I know yeah. who I'll call. I'll call Jeremy. Yeah, Because he's right down the street. Sports Med Broadcast. Yeah. He can get you taken he'll, care he'll, of. He'll help me out when I get back home. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, I'm really excited so I'm, about I'm the So I'm excited that you'll be effort. having your own platform, that you'll be able to share and your I'll have voice, you on. your story. I'm glad to be on. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so thank you so much for being oh, here and, and um, being on here and sharing your story with us. Uh, I look forward to hearing more from you. And, you. and um, if anybody wants to uh, check this out, they can go to sportsmedicinebroadcast.com slash Dr. Erin Hassler. She spells her name E-R-I-N-H-A-S-S-L-E-R. I think that she'll be able to re-release some of this. We'll be able to re-release some of the audio. Um, definitely an awesome lady. What's your um, what's your sports medicine handles if anybody wants to find you? So my website first is uh, sportsfactory.com. That's S-P-O-R-T-Z factory.com. Okay. It's the same on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. So at sportsfactory, S-P-O-R-T-Z factory.com. It's all one word. Perfect. Uh, and then Dr. Aaron Hassler on Instagram. Awesome. Well, thank you everybody for listening. And uh, like I said, check us out on the sportsmedbroadcast.com. Thank you. Thank you.